You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. It's game week for Flames football. We have the latest bowl game predictions as Liberty takes on Eastern Michigan and Mobile. Plus, it's that time of year again. Yep, you guessed it. Former Flame and Flames basketball analyst Paul Nazgan is in the house. You don't want to miss story time with Naz. And we'll talk ball as both Liberty teams hit the hardwood on Monday. Let's get it going. from our studio at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's your host, Emily Austin, with Matt Warner and Rhett McGibbon. I have a feeling this is going to be our highest rated show because not only is Joe Yock not on it, right. but we have <laughs> this is a mass- Paul Nagy. Yeah, right, Thank right. you for joining us. Welcome. It's felt Good like to be forever. Here. So, I'm glad Joe and I are friends, so he right. won't come after me. Right? Yeah, he oh. does get. He is sensitive. <laughs> he, he is. tries to, you know, put out this tough exterior and stuff, but it bothers him. Sensitive guy. Oh right. yeah, he's definitely has the gooey center of like, you know, he's super mushy and right. and he's very protective of like the podcast and that chair. You know, Richie I won't, comes. I won't on. talk football. Okay. Well, that's well, a lot. I mean, we've been waiting we for some it. intelligent conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so feel free, Nass. Yeah. Gosh. All right. All right. So the Flames snapped their win streak as they um, took on Stephen F. Austin. Yeah. So that was kind of a bummer. Both teams will play today on Monday. We have a lot to break down in Flames basketball. But first, the intelligence needs to, you know, let's start off with something worthy because that's, you know, very rare when Joe yawks on, on the podcast. <laughs> I'm no, just kidding. I love Joe. Joe. It really is. You know, some, there's just that something. All right, you don't missing. have to get carried away. Okay. We all know. Yeah. So what do you initial thoughts on this team? You know, I know it's still early and we're in the non-conference schedule, but Naz, what are some early thoughts on this flames basketball team in your mind? Um, as far as just overall on the season? Yeah, just, you know, I mean, obviously they had some success, beat an SEC team, but yeah, and, I mean, and it's not that Stephen F. Austin isn't good. They're, they have an eight and two record, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, let's just, just if you take big picture, like LSU is still undefeated. I mean, and they've got a, they've got a really good team I'm and they're playing it. people. Uh, Iona is a very good team right now. I mean, they, they're like eight and two playing people. Um uh, again, Manhattan, solid. Um, so it's like all I see are the natural things that teams go through and and have to learn. And and sometimes you learn uh, out of a win, and other times you have to learn some lessons out of a loss. And so, I mean, even the 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 Stephen F. Austin game, uh, they you know they there's some things they need to learn coming out of that. Um, and I was able to to watch that. Um, now, get, okay, first off, now, let me say this. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 being, that. you're being very vague. Here we go. So so they say in sports, Naz, what do they say? Or, or They say the best two words in all of sports are game seven, right? Oh, yes. The worst word in all of sports is flow sports. Because <laughs> when you see flow sports on the schedule, you're like, yeah. well, not going to see oh that game. Gosh. And that was the case with the SFA game. But, but Naz has a life hack. Naz, tell, right. tell, so, tell the people. I'm all about this kind of life, too, so, Naz, yeah. so let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, Matt, you know, you and I, we text during games. Right. and I'm and I watching got, the live stats yeah. on my phone, you I know. Got, and we, got some, yeah. we got some other people, you know, uh, that we're, that I'm chatting with at the game. And I always turn on, so I always, always turn on our buddy, Alan York. Right. Always right. got the voice of the flames in the background. And and so I had the, I had him on, and, and he starts the, 
the uh, broadcast, and, and Alan, of course, does an incredible job painting a great picture. And so uh, I'm on there, and people are texting me, are you watching? And, and so I – how much is it? I said, no, I don't want to, I don't know how much it is. And yeah. so I pull up the site and it's like 1250 a month or something. I'm yeah. like, I just need one game. Right. And, um, it's not like ESPN plus where you get a month for six bucks. No, right, you get everything right. else. I'm yeah. not getting Disney plus shows on the side here. Yeah, <laughs> what I else know. am I watching yeah. on Flow right. sports? You know, yeah. Flow sports, Christmas specials. Yeah. Like what else do they have? He loves flow that yeah. money. Like what? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to do this. And so, um, I, I sort of, Something sort of strikes me that I sort of went down a, a, a oh, little gosh. path on, and Dark so like path. my my <laughs> other people, not you guys, because right. you got my other so-called friends yeah. are like, Naz, that's illegal. That's uh, what are you doing?" And I'm, and it's not illegal. <laughs> were, you the, long- were, you, were you on the dark web? <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. was this? As long as you weren't using Liberty Wi-Fi, I think you're that's right. good. Yeah. So all right, so here's here's an example. Okay, you guys go oh, to gosh. right. Everybody <laughs> goes to you go to Sam's Club, right? right? Or you go to Costco, sure, yeah. and you're shopping. You go down the aisle. And the ladies there with oh, the free the, samples. The samples. I did, oh, this right. on, I did this on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, you the get The only a, reason we go to Sam's. That's right. right. <laughs> you know, so you grab yeah. one of the pigs in a blanket uh-huh. or you get the boneless <laughs> wing, right? Yeah. And so, you know, it's, you, and then you move on and, and then you accidentally have to come down yeah. that row again. You circle back. You know, and you get a couple more samples. Maybe you wait till a shift's change and yeah. change so, one old lady you, for another. You and, take a hat with you. look, so here's the thing. If you go down that aisle- Seven, eight, <laughs> fifteen times. Like, is that illegal? It's not illegal. You're, you're not stealing, right? No. You're not stealing it, right? You're just getting a lot of samples. Abusing right. the. Right. That's right. It's probably not sustainable. Is but there a sign that says th- you can't? That's do- right. I've never, I've never seen one. There's no limit to no, the samples. No, no. It depends on how much they want to give. Right. That's right. Yeah. So they could cut you off on Flow Sports site. <laughs> as I'm sort of figuring out how much the game is and what I noticed that as I. Hover over, like you know, you, it's kind of like the plus. Like you see all the 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 emblems of the games yeah. that are on, and as I hover over Liberty Stephen F. Austin, I notice that a live shot of the game comes on. In like you, your cursor just hovers over this thing, yeah, and, yeah. It, and so I'm like, well, I'll just hover. Over, how long will this last? How and big so, is this? Oh, well, it's on my phone. Oh, all right, okay. so it's on my phone, but but like it, it sort of you know fills up the screen a little well, bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm watching the sample, and I get about two minutes of the sample, and then it closes back down and says, you know, you need to pay you to. Yeah. And so I go, I go away from it, going, well, what else? You know, maybe if I pay, what else the, do I get for the you month? You know, the produce section for a while. They yeah. yes. meander yes, back. Yes, you yeah. come back. And so as I'm coming back down that oh, the Flow God. Sports aisle, I hover over it again, and sure enough, the game comes on, and it's another live <laughs> two minutes. And so I go, I think I'm onto something. So <laughs> much like you go down and get several pigs in a blanket right, over the course right. of the, the day. Uh, yeah, so I kept going away from yeah. the, the thing and coming back to it. And I, so I watched the game in, in two-minute segments. and, yeah. and uh, You yeah. should have got on your laptop and you know how to Safari tab and a <laughs> right. Google Chrome. You I, know, you that, could just see, that's what I do. See, when, that was yeah. next level. I mean, I wouldn't then you would have yeah. missed a second yes, of I the game. I could have toggled back and forth. And, <laughs> that's what I do when the news in advance says, oh, you've maxed out your free articles for the month. Then you just open up a different yeah, yeah, web browser right. and just do it that. Yeah, Clear yeah. your cache. Yeah. 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 But right. anything to watch Flames basketball. Yeah. So. Okay, well, that was much more in-depth than my initial question. Okay, we did a little true-false. I kind of just made it up in the middle of one of the podcasts during football season. So we're going to talk a little basketball, unless you want to talk more pigs in the blanket. No, no, let's, let's move on. from the- um, 
in that game against SFA, Kyle Road went 0 for 8. He needs to be replaced in the starting lineup, true or false? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. He was. Uh, what, two games ago? Was it the Delaware State game mm-hmm. that he, yeah. he was replaced? And these are not things that I believe. These are just right. thoughts. Right. Okay? Just out I just right. want to make that clarify. That clear. Well, I don't want Kyle to think I believe that. These are just, you know. I think, well, I don't know if I can say a true or a false. It may be true, I guess, because I don't really think it matters, uh, the starting lineup. And I think this year more than most, it is going to be fluid. I think, uh, and as you and I, have, I think have talked about this before, maybe more matchup-based and also just how guys are playing. We've seen Blake Preston in the starting lineup. We saw him here in this last game. He was out of the starting lineup. Actually, the last couple of games, I think he's been out of the starting lineup. So you could see a guy like Brody Peebles playing his way into the starting lineup you know, mm-hmm. at some point and getting the opportunity. So, yes, I guess true, he could be, but I don't think that makes that big of a difference. Or how about I phrase it this way? Yeah. He, I mean, so he played 19 minutes. Yeah, He should get... I don't know, because because yeah, it is it is a feel thing, right? Yeah. And in a matchup thing, um, and some it seems like some nights these guys are going to be hot, and some guys they're not. Yeah. So and that's just falling on Darius McGee. So who would replace those minutes for Kyle Road or that spot in the starting lineup? I mean, I, I mean, I think you could go smaller and go you know with Shiloh as your big basically, and then and then you know put people's in there and uh, I mean I'd be I'd be fine with that if you want if if the matchup is right again I think it's a matchup thing and the thing with Kyle Road is we all want him to score more believe me I, we all, we all want him to score oh of eight he wants to score more but I think Richie views him as a guy that helps set up so much for other people that even if he's not scoring he still brings enough value to to help your team out now on that night it, it wasn't great I mean he only had one rebound that's I know. you got to do more there he had a couple of assists and he leads this team in assists he also had a couple of turnovers. So it was not a good night for Kyle Road. You're right. They need to get more out of him scoring-wise. I think he's he might be below four points a game now or right around there. And his shooting percentage is, is not good at all. But uh, you expect him, he's a veteran, to kind of come out of that in some form. You just can't have him go 0 of 8 when you have everybody else struggle as well. I mean, you, you know, you just look up and down the lineup. Preston, 1 of 6. Peebles, 1 of 7. Mm-hmm. Like, you just can't have all of that happen on the same night, and that's what took place against SFA. And they're just jacking up threes. I understand that they set a new um, team record against Delaware State, Delaware yeah. State yeah. but, I mean, that's that opponent is a little different. I mean, they took 36 threes. Is that what you want to see from this team, Naz? Or? Well, you know, so and I think that was their biggest, um, you know, everybody was celebrating the program record, and I think – that was sort of their downfall in in the, in the Stephen F. Austin game because mm-hmm. you come out of that game and everybody's feeling good. Everybody hit some threes. And so when adversity comes, and, and Stephen F. Austin, man, they played a really tough, just physical, grinding kind of style. Um, and so that's hard. And so they, I think that the answer was, well, let's just shoot our way out of it. You know, and, and, and yep. we did the other night. We couldn't miss. And so I saw some guys just sort of kind of forcing some threes. I mean, they're trying to shoot threes over some people rather than moving the ball a little more or just, you know, you, you got to be a little more like uh, disciplined, I guess, and purposeful to, hey, we're going to get the shot that we need to get, not just bail out quickly and, and shoot some threes. So, again, that's the lesson. The lesson is you, they, they have way more. I mean, so many capable guys uh, that can hit threes, but that isn't always just – you can't just resort to that, and I think they did a little bit too quickly uh, in the game. Well, and one number I always look at that it doesn't always tell the story, but I think a lot of times it does in terms of are you settling for jump shots and for threes is 
free throw attempts. And they only attempted mm. six free throws yep. in the game. So what does that tell you? Maybe not being as aggressive, taking off it the, to the rim, off yeah, the dribble. Yeah. As or in pounding that. it inside right, and, right. and things like in that. In fact, you know, and in this time we talked about Darius McGee, after like seven games, had half as many free throw attempts as he did in 30 games last year. Like he, he's trending towards having the most free throw attempts he's ever had in his career because he's handling the ball more. That's forcing him to be more aggressive, taking it to the rim at times. And so that needs to be across the board. You need to see that from more people, I think. Not not just necessarily uh, Darius. Yeah, yeah, and, and just again, just not settling, just saying we're going to be committed to get the shot that we want. And 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 all again, watching the game, uh, they let him play. I mean, so it was it not only was was Stephen Evans. That's their style is to kind of bang around. The refs let him play, so it's like taking it in there. Guys took some hits and and didn't get to the free throw line. So you know, again, your natural tendency is, man, you know, why go in there and get beat up yeah. I'm just going to launch some threes and and again that that's a lesson that that they'll learn they'll come out better than that um you know having having kind of have to work through uh that that uh from the other game yeah and for Darius McGee he reached his 1200th career point in that loss but I mean it, it's kind of like all the pieces pieces of the puzzle have to come together for Darius because he when he is having a better shooting percentage which yes this was a good shooting night for him these past two games but when you are shooting well from behind the arc, that opens up the lane that he can go and attack the rim and, and, and get better or more opportunities at the free throw line. So I think that that'll start to come when he starts getting his shooting rhythm um, back a little bit more. We're going to talk Lady Flames in just a second. They had a huge win over Virginia Tech at Liberty Arena last week and going to have some interesting conversation about Emily Lytle to returning back to Liberty arena. But first Let's do it. I'm interested to know Naz on, on how much it affects a team when you're hosting, uh, you know, a Delaware state or, or a, a lesser Harvard college. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you're not ha- facing as tough and as uh, of an opponent, but then you go on the road and you're, it, it's like complete end of the spectrum. How much does that affect a team? In yeah, terms of like effort and, you know, when it's just like such a lopsided level of opponent. Yeah, it can be very difficult. And, and again, unfortunately, that's just sort of way the schedule worked out. Um, you know, they play region and they, they go down to LSU. And again, they just that's hard uh, to kind of bounce back and forth. Um, it starts obviously mentally. You You have to just prepare the same way for any opponent, not get caught up in, you know, who it is, but how you prepare uh, mentally and then go out and execute. Um, you know, I, I think coming out of the game, you know, um, I think this is like you, you come out of a loss. So you're regardless that it's Carver. I, I think there's going to be a lot of emphasis on how they take the floor, really executing um, because of some of the, you know, again, they went through some, a little bit of a, some droughts there, but and again, I wanted to mention this, like that's sat the game the other night, like they went, Several long stints with, without hitting some baskets, but that's again, that's not uncommon. Right? There's a lot of teams around the country. I mean, Villanova yeah. uses, loses yesterday; they score 36 points. Uh, Iowa State, who's a very good team, they win; they only score 47. Yeah. Like, uh, there's teams that you know you you kind of get through. You think you you think you're off and running, but it's a constant learning process. Teams have to learn how to play together against certain different opponents and make changes. And so, um, again. Yeah, it would have been nicer to kind of hit a few more shots, but it's not uncommon. You teams have to learn, and, and the guys will have to learn how to cu- how to grind through that. Yeah, but and to your point though, I do think it, it is there is something there, Emily, to this just like extreme these extremes yeah. on the schedule because 
you know, you go out against the Delaware State, and as you said, you're feeling good. <laughs> everything's fallen, and and there might be a little fool's gold in that, yes, right? Yeah. Where you're, think, so. where you're mm-hmm. thinking, well, man, we've got it figured out. And then you ramp it up five right. levels of you know, competition, second. and then you're like, and so, and then maybe are you wondering, well, are we like now that it could doubt creep in after that? Like, where, what team are we? Like, are we that team that, you know, can we, are, is it because of who we're playing or is it us, you know? And so that, that's where I think once you kind of get into a, this stretch coming up after Carver, where you have your East Carolina, your Northern Iowa's, and you go into that, that holiday tournament in yeah. Hawaii, like that's Whee! where, that's where you'll start, I think, finding out more about this team. And where they'll probably start finding out more about themselves, too, where you play a string of games against better competition. Now, you guys have gotten to watch them a lot more than I have. Is there a difference between Liberty at home and away? And I know it's it's the same hoop. You know, it's 10 feet above the floor. But what's the difference? Because there's an element of swag at home, like you saw it against Mizzou. And I agree. You just see it. But something on the road, it feels like when they go on the road, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, there's that there's that I, I doubt mean, in my mind. I, I think the, it, I think the biggest thing is the schedule. I do. Yeah, I mean, okay. and and honestly, like, and that was big to beat Mizzou and an SEC opponent and stuff like that. Yeah. I can tell you, having watched a lot of Mizzou, having watched way too much of their game against Kansas <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, I, know, I know they're bad. Yeah, like, they're, they're really bad. bad. Yeah. So, so, yes, I'm sure as it, any team is more comfortable at home, they are. But also, the schedule has been so drastically different. I would say that, to me, that's probably just the biggest thing. Yeah, the the thing that jumps out to me is like at home you got the crowd and, and all that. I think they'd like a hostile crowd more than no crowd when they yeah. go on the road. Like um, they go into like like yesterday or you know the other day where they're playing. Dead. Steve, oh, there's it's empty. Um, even so, so like you can really get fired up even if you know there's a thousands of people out there cheering against you. So mm-hmm. I think some of the flatness is just you come out and it's supposed to be this big tournament and, and right. it's kind of empty. So Well, and that's something I've seen some national basketball writers say too. They're like the, all these neutral site games, yeah. Yeah. it sounds good, but then if nobody shows right. up, it, like it's, it's just a, a terrible atmosphere. Gut. Yeah, yeah, and that's why conference championships ended up kind of going back to home sites yeah. because you hold it in this neutral site in a neutral city and you think all these people are going to come, but it doesn't add to the especially environment. Especially we're in the middle of a pandemic yeah. still. So. Can I do one more question for you, Nass? Yeah. All right. So you've seen Van Zant so far in Peebles and more at this stage, and you've done some coaching. So this is like projection of the future. And these are skilled freshmen coming. Everybody has high hopes for how impressed have you been with them so far? And where do you see them? Because it's a long year, yeah. right? And the development that happens between non-conference and conference play is huge. When it gets to those gritty conference games, end of the year, and you're going into the ASUN tournament, where do you expect them to be? Yeah, um, well, it's funny because, you know, it, it, we always used to say, you know, you, you recruit guys for everything they are, and then as soon as they get to campus, you start coaching them for everything they're not, you know? <laughs> yeah. mm. And it's really kind of unfair because they, some of these guys, especially now, they get built up so much, and they're, you know, they all come with areas that they need to get better in, you know, as great as they mm. are. So, um, you know, we've seen some really great stuff. I mean, Brody's been great offensively. Um, Van Zant has been great defensively. Um, but they're, they've got room to grow, you know, especially at the mid-major level. I mean, the, there's a reason why the big play – and, again, a lot of these guys had some of the bigs in on them yeah. and, and are in, and interest. But there's kind of that one thing or a couple things of their game that, that they end up at the mid-major level. So – um, again, great players, and and I really love how I mean they've been team first guys from day one. They 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 are finding minutes, but um, how they're playing out there, it's they've blended in really well. Unselfish, hardworking, 
um, defensive minded. So, um, you know, they've got some, some nuances and things they've got it. And, and we saw this with a lot of people. Um, you come in and you have sort of your, your a game, but then people are going to learn that and take it away from you. I mean, yeah. Darius McGee, you know, he was shooting threes and then he had to learn how to go off the dribble. Georgie Pacheco, I mean, some of these great iconic players, um, you know, your first year, you may get away with it. Your second year, they're going to take that away, and you've got to develop your game. And so, um, you know, Coach McKay and the staff have shown that they've got uh, the, 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 a great player development plan. So these guys, you know, again, uh, Joe Van Zant will become uh, better offensively, and, and Brody will get stronger and better defensively. But, again, you, you found guys that are, are really good players, but above all, they've they fit into this system. They've got great attitudes and work ethics, and you can build off. You got those things in place. You can you can really build off of that. A couple of things with the freshmen. I think you're seeing what what you kind of expect with all freshmen, right? Just inconsistency. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I've loved, Vinzant. You talk about him, Rhett. That defense is there yep. every night. Like yep. eleven rebounds yeah. he had against uh, Stephen F. Austin. Like he's doing that on that end, and mm-hmm. we know Richie. That's going to keep you on the floor. That's right. Uh, and, and Brody, we've seen what he can do when he catches fire offensively. And here's one little thing as well that we've talked a little bit about. DJ Moore isn't getting as much talk as those guys. He's not scoring maybe or having a, the stats aren't there. But one thing I've really liked about him, he does not turn the basketball over. Mm-hmm. And so shades of a little bit of that. Georgie Pacheco-ish yeah. <laughs> thing running, you know, running the show is that like he may not put up big numbers, but right now they're just asking him to take care of the basketball, get us into our offense, yep. take a little, you know, let uh, Darius have a break handling the ball for a while, and he's doing that. And I think eventually the other stuff will come. Yeah. But hey, if you're not turning it over, that that's that's huge in and of oh, itself for sure. Yeah, but these young guys are fun to watch. There's been a couple times yeah. Zan has like gotten out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna <laughs> be fun. insane. Yeah. And you know, he's still like in his feet under him. <laughs> but it was there's it's just been really, really, really fun to watch. Okay, let's switch over to the ladies' side. Huge win over Virginia Big Tech. Dub. I mean, I was I how was the environment first of all? It was it was good because you had an equal amount of tech fans there and Liberty fans. You know, it wasn't packed out like the men's Mizzou game, but yeah. still there was a buzz in the building, which was nice. I first of all, like if you haven't been to Liberty Arena for a game lately, there is this new light show that our Austin Reddington has created, and it is the coolest thing ever. So my thought, how regretful was Emily Lytle when she's like standing on the court like oh my gosh <laughs> what, because of the light show absolutely <laughs> was like, I mean in that Christmas tree out front looked pretty good oh man I know yeah. and look how good I look yeah. on that wall that, that had you to know? be a little awkward she's no, like on the huge the huge picture of Emily in a oh Liberty uniform right when you walk so in the building strange. Yeah. yeah no but I I'm obviously not I was joking yeah, that yeah. but I I wonder what kind of feeling she was having going into this game. Yeah. You guys didn't have a chance to talk to no, her before. No, I, I chatted her up before. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I said, hey, and we, we talked for a few minutes, and she seemed all happy. And, you know, Coach Brooks is a good good coach over there. Like, he's well-respected for Virginia Tech, and he has a history of success when he was at JMU, and now he's at Virginia Tech. So I get the idea of her wanting to go there. They also play, like, a, a four-out and then one big. So they like to shoot the three. That's what Emily Lytle likes to do. So I understand from a fit perspective, she's played against this coach a fair amount of times during her time with LU. So I get the reason why she moved there and I was happy for it. But again, you know, as broadcasters, you feel like you're kind of part of the the team family in a way. Like, it's not like I'm going to be out there cutting the net down with them. Like, I don't expect to be that guy. <laughs> I'll but, be there. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, at the same time, 
you have a relationship with the team and you care for them. So when, you know, opening tip, you're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to knock you down now. And there was a moment at the end of the game when Liberty was up, I think it was like 17 and there was only 90 seconds left. And there was a, I could see her on the monitor. You could see the emotion coming yeah. through. Like you knew that was a tough be loss tough. for her. Yeah. You know, and it is tough. Like I still think she probably at the end of the day believes she made the right decision. Like, yeah, they played number 11 Tennessee and it was a close game. It was yeah. a one possession game with, 90 seconds left in that one. But it has to be really hard to come back to the team you were with that you were family with and then get smoked by them. Not yeah. like you were beaten a nail body. You were demolished in that game. So Liberty won 59 to 40. 40 points was the fewest in a game for the Hokies since January 26, 2017. So wow. quite yeah. some time. Was this the best defensive performance you've seen from the Lady Flames? Ever? Yeah, for sure. You know, and what has to go noticed in this game is that my McMillan got in foul trouble early. So mm -hmm. Bella Smuda comes in, who has kind of been on and off throughout the beginning stage of the season, I think had her best game. She had a fire in her belly right from the get-go. And Kitley, their big, who's one of the best bigs in the nation, was not shut down by her, but definitely limited. I thought that was a statement game for Smuda. No, she didn't have the points, but defensively, if you can get it done and, and keep her quiet, that's success in itself. And then Alyssa Iverson was tremendous. Like mm -hmm. I have I have a whole new amount of appreciation for her game, you know, cuz coach Green, I feel like he's like an OC in football. Like he has got all these different plays he's setting up like the way his mind was it Galifianakis that gif that has like all the, you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about yeah, all the yeah. X's and O's all going the around. I feel, yeah, yeah, the I feel yeah. like that's Carrie <laughs> Green during yeah. a immediate timeout. It's yeah. just like you know, yeah. he's, that's he's me during the podcast. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Alyssa Iverson she just runs that offense so methodically. Like, she does not turn the ball over much. No, she's not as flashy as Kennedy Williams, but she gets the job done. And then you've seen the offense for her personally start to come through. 16 points in that game. A quiet 16. I was at the end of the game. The game's over, and I look down. I'm like, I'm like Kelly, she scored 16. I didn't, you didn't even feel like that happened. So she's really coming into her own in her second season with LU. It's exciting to see. Ness, have you watched much of the women this year? Uh, I watched the Tech game, yeah, yeah. which was very impressive because I know Tech's program, and, and, and so it's nice to kind of you know tune in and see kind of the uh, state yeah. of the union. And I, man, <laughs> just so impressed by the ladies, man, they just pounded them. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask this on air, but the, probably not. Then. Okay, probably not. The post game, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, okay. Probably, let's not. All right, let's leave yeah, that out. Yeah. Um, you can go to we'll tell you that story later. Okay. Yeah. You'll, you'll enjoy that. Um, so looking ahead for both both teams hitting the hardwood today, Bluefield State. Carver College. I mean, is this just? Are we? I think we expect the reserves yeah. to another amount of minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, another, a, that's a very to polite way. Yeah. So, um, what, are, what? What's what's up for the Lady Flames after this? What's their next biggest challenge? That's a great question. I know. You know, it's one of those things it's, where it's like, how far ahead do you keep your eyes on the schedule? I know Fred next takes it one day at a time. Yeah, you know, yeah. as Shepard. You know, I'll, I'll look at my you know, own look here. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the two big minutes non at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, Hawaii yeah. is is ahead for the Flames. Big tournament out there. Any any thoughts, memories on the <laughs> islands of well, Hawaii? Yeah, so that's, you know, that's you got to be careful that you're not looking ahead going, right. man, we're going to yeah. spend Christmas in Hawaii and you miss get a couple, you know, again, Carver's a, a game tonight. You better get out there and get ready to play, get yourself right. Then okay, you go yes. into, all right, you yes. go into, right, yeah. you, well, I mean, to go into Friday. <laughs> right, right, like, right, right. You know, you, Are you talking to Drake Dobbs? Yeah. <laughs> 
to play. You know, you got uh, East Carolina Friday night. But then, yeah, I mean, looking ahead, that that can be a great uh, trip and and some team building and things like that. They'll do some fun stuff. I remember we went. Um, you know, we went up to to Kilauea on the day off and and did some some snorkeling. Um, yeah, I forget what Hanama Bay or something. So you'll build in some fun things. Uh, what I remember one time we so we get there, you know, our travel parties, whatever, you know, 25, 30 people. And so, you know, we're doing all the arrangements ahead of time. It's a lot to plan to take a group that far oh, and, yeah. and for a week over there. Um, and so we get to we get to Hawaii and we're waiting for our charter bus that we've uh, arranged for. And they're like, yeah, we, we don't we don't have a bus for you guys. Oh and we're just what? like, what are we talking about? Like, and so they're like, yeah, you know, it's like Hawaii. Everything's just like hang loose. Yeah, someone else needed it, you know. And, and <laughs> like, wait a minute, someone else needed. Yeah, like, what, what are you doing? It's like Seinfeld. The whole, the yeah. whole right, right. Everybody right. can make the reservation. Yeah, yeah. Is can you keep the reservation? Right, 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 so, right. you know, we're sitting there going, "What do we do?" And they're like, "Well, um, we can give you eight minivans." And we're like. I don't even know if we have eight adults in the party. Like, uh, I mean, we true. got four coaches. And, and so, you know, I'm driving a minivan. And I mean, you know, like you ever tried to drive somebody and like, it's hard enough when you have two cars behind yeah, you. Right. Okay. We'll all you go over a, to you so, run a light. Yes. Like, oh, man, no. Someone always misses <laughs> yeah. the light. You gotta, right, right. We got eight minivans driving through the streets of Honolulu. And it's like, people are getting hit at lights oh, and we're getting gosh. lost and you know, luggage is, you know, so yeah. I, I mean, I rem- you can't get that lost. It's an Island. So. Right. Right. Just, you know, keep circling around. Yeah. <laughs> Make it back, uh, but uh, that was funny. Just again, these are just you know some some things that uh, happened that kind of build some good memories. But um, again, it'll be a fun time for them, a, a good time to build some team unity and things. They'll have a good time, but you got to take care of business over there. Bull predictions for Flames football in just a second. I actually have a funny story. So my dad used to live out on Maui, um, so we would go and spend three or four months every summer out there. And my brother, older brother evil like he is (laughs) evil and we were going snorkeling one time and it's not just like i don't know if you guys have been like snorkeling the bahamas or whatever and like see these like there's like massive eels and i mean there are some crazy big fish well my brother had a pack of pretzels from that he like packs of pretzels that he saved from the airplane and he opened the back put them all in his like swimsuit and then opened them all up next to me and i'm just like i'm young so i'm just like like snorkeling and i just see all these massive fish and like eels and everything just coming at me because i was like in a cloud of pretzels yeah if there's any food they just slightly terrifying but okay it's bowl game week for the flames taking on eastern michigan this is the game saturday in mobile alabama Matt, what can you tell me about this matchup and some of the predictions? Which I think on ESPN, everyone, everyone yeah, picked everybody Liberty. Took on game day took everybody took Liberty. Liberty right now, from what I've seen, is between a seven and a nine and a half point favorite across the board uh, for for this ball game. Here's the question: You have all this time off to prepare. Do we see this offense come out and look sharp, or oh do we see what we kind of yeah. saw after their bye week against Louisiana? Right, yeah. which is like, eh, how competitive are they right now? So, so that's the big question. What can they do offensively for me? That that's what I want to see coming out of this break. Here's here's my you know my bold prediction. I've got I've got a few of them. Here's what okay. we're looking at. I think Liberty wins this one like 28-13. I think the defense is what wins the day. The defense has been really good throughout the season and at times has really kept the Flames in these ball games. I think you're going to see five plus sacks from this D line. They get after it. And then here's my last boldest prediction. I think it's more so like just what I'd like to see. And italics too. Is it in italics? Bold and italics and yeah. underline and underline. 
Two touchdowns for DJ Stubbs. Going out, Ooh, final okay. game as wow. a flame. Yeah. He's battled injury. He He's had a few weeks now to get healthy. Let's see DJ, the old DJ Stubbs that was just lightning quick and so hard to tackle in space. I want to see him get a couple of scores in his final game. Yeah, you, can, I, you can go bold, Naz, because Joe goes bold and he's never right. So whatever you want to do. And then, he, <laughs> and then he doesn't remember what he actually is. Well, well, I guess when I look at the bowl game, like, I'm never whatever sport, you know, best, but I don't like the time off. And, and again, I don't know how some of these teams do it um, if they have to wait so long for their bowl game. So I, I never like that. I'm always sort of more fearful of rust. But I really believe the way, I, you know, the, the season kind of faltered, and I believe – it's left a bad taste in the guys. I really believe they're chomping at the bit. I believe they're going to use this time going into this bowl game to really, you know, get some fire. And I think they got something to prove. You know, the Army game at the end is like, I really think they are just chomping at the bit. I think they're going to come out and do a great showing. Rust is one thing, but I, I think that the time off does allow a lot of guys to get healthy because sure. you're, you know, long season and you're kind of banged up. So that is the one positive. I also think you have nothing to lose. Right. Yeah. Like it's like a fun week. And now it sounds like there's a lot more activities last year. The Cure Bowl, they didn't really do anything because of COVID. Yeah. This year, I think they're like able to there's a week packed of, of activities. I think that the Flames are going to come out kind of with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder mm -hmm. the way they ended this season. I see Malik with at least four total touchdowns. I was going to say I'm that. going big. That was that was going to be my guess, four total touchdowns for Malik. But I also think J-Mac will have a, a big day. Last, yeah. last game is a flame. I don't know if he's going to get any touchdowns because that's always been one area of his game during his tenure at LU. Like, punching it in from the red zone has not been a strength when, uh, you know, in certain times. So we've seen it a couple times, a couple fumbles here and yeah. there. But I could see him having a big day getting Liberty into a scoring position i think malik will go off like you said for four touchdowns and i hope stubbornock gets a couple of tds that'd be good for for men okay women's basketball real quick they yeah. are actually in a a little non um neutral site contest too they play green wow. canyon south padre island in texas do you know where that's at uh yeah i think it's like south yeah nice yeah that's yeah, like area. actually a nice that's area. in the name so that would yeah. that would make sense and then uh, they're out of place as well <laughs> well i mean there's a lot of like <laughs> <Yeah>. names <laughs> With South that are very north. <laughs> There's an also a uh, UTRGV. Any any takers? Oh, Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. Uh, say it one more time. Texas U Rio Grande. Yes. UTRGV. Yes. yes, that's all. Is it is the tournament in Texas? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. So that makes sense. Yeah, it's Rio yeah. Grande Valley. That's that's one funny thing about working with Kelly Deo is you know they'll do the upcoming schedule on there and i'll be like kelly you, got, you, you take this one when we come out of the break you know and she'll be like she'll be like okay yeah liberty coming up you know taking on bluefield state at home at grand canyon yeah and then utrgv's <laughs> next and i know like i i see it beforehand i just like i want to put her in that position and i'm like kelly you have to say it yeah. like i call her out on air it's kind of fun it's a lot of letters yeah all right guys thanks so much for listening this week we will be here next week to break down the bowl game but then we're going to take a couple weeks off for the holidays so we'll see you right back here next monday